Good morning. Today is Monday, the 15th of November, 2021. Our readings for today are Psalm 89, verse 1 through 18. First Maccabees, chapter 3, verses 1 through 24. Revelation 20, verses 7 through 15. And Matthew, chapter 17, verses 1 through 13. We begin on page 78 of the Book of Common Prayer. Grace to you and peace from God, our Creator, and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Dearly beloved, we have come together in the presence of Almighty God, our Heavenly Creator, to set forth God's praise, to hear God's holy word, and to ask for ourselves and on behalf of others those things that are necessary for our life and our salvation. And so that we may prepare ourselves in heart and mind to worship God, let us kneel in silence, and with penitent and obedient hearts confess our sins, that we may obtain forgiveness by God's infinite goodness and mercy. God of all mercy, we confess that we have sinned against you, opposing your will in our lives. We have denied your goodness in each other, in ourselves, and in the world you have created. We repent of the evil that enslaves us, the evil we have done, and the evil done on our behalf. Forgive, restore, and strengthen us through our Savior, Jesus Christ, that we may abide in your love and serve only your will. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on us. Forgive us all our sins through the grace of Jesus Christ. Strengthen us in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep us in eternal life. Amen. O God, let our mouth proclaim your praise and your glory all the day long. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The mercy of God is everlasting. Come, let us worship. Come, let us sing to God. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving and raise a loud shout to God with psalms. For you are a great God. You are great above all gods. In your hand are the caverns of the earth and the heights of the hills are yours also. The sea is yours for you made it and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us bow down and bend the knee and kneel before God our maker. For you are our God and we are the people of your pasture and the sheep of your hand. Oh, that today we would hearken to your voice. The mercy of God is everlasting. Come, let us worship. Psalm 89, verses 1 through 18. I will sing of your steadfast love, O God, forever. With my mouth I will proclaim your faithfulness to all generations. I declare that your steadfast love is established forever. Your faithfulness is as firm as the heavens. You said, I have made a covenant with my chosen one. I have sworn to my servant, David. I will establish your descendants forever and build your throne for all generations. Let the heavens praise your wonders, O God, your faithfulness in the assembly of the holy ones. For who in the skies can be compared to God? Who among the heavenly beings is like God? A God feared in the council of the holy ones, great and awesome above all that are around God. O God of hosts, who is as mighty as you, O God? Your faithfulness surrounds you. 
You rule the raging of the sea. When its waves rise, you still them. You crushed Rahab like a carcass. You scattered your enemies with your mighty arm. The heavens are yours. The earth also is yours. The world and all that is in it, you have founded them. The north and the south, you created them. Tabor and Hermon joyously praise your name. You have a mighty arm. Strong is your hand, high your right hand. Righteousness and justice are the foundation of your throne. Steadfast love and faithfulness go before you. Happy are the people who know the festal shout, who walk, O God, in the light of your countenance. They exult in your name all day long and extol your righteousness. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from the first book of Maccabees. Chapter 3, verses 1 through 24. Then his son Judas, who is called Maccabeus, took command in his place. All his brothers and all who had joined his father helped him. They gladly fought for Israel. He extended the glory of his people like a giant he put on his breastplate. He bound on his armor of war and waged battles, protecting the camp by his sword. He was like a lion in his deeds, like a lion's cub roaring for prey. He searched out and pursued those who broke the law. He burned those who troubled his people. Lawbreakers shrank back for fear of him. All the evildoers were confounded, and deliverance prospered by his hand. He embittered many kings, but he made Jacob glad by his deeds, and his memory is blessed forever. He went through the cities of Judah. He destroyed the ungodly out of the land. Thus, he turned away wrath from Israel. He was renowned to the ends of the earth. He gathered in those who were perishing. He gathered in those who were perishing. Apollonius now gathered together Gentiles in a large force from Samaria to fight against Israel. When Judas learned of it, he went out to meet him, and he defeated and killed him. Many were wounded and fell, and the rest fled. Then they seized their spoils, and Judas took the sword of Apollonius and used it in battle the rest of his life. When Saron, the commander of the Syrian army, heard that Judas had gathered a large company, including a body of faithful soldiers who stayed with him and went out to battle. He said, I will make a name for myself and win honor in the kingdom. I will make war on Judas and his companions who, scor who scorn the king's command. Once again, a strong army of godless men went up with him to help him to take vengeance on the Israelites. When he approached the ascent of Beth Horon, Judas went out to meet him with a small company. But when they saw the army coming to meet them, they said to Judas, how can we, few as we are, fight against so great and so strong a multitude? And we are faint, for we have eaten nothing today. Judas replied, It is easy for many to be hemmed in by few, for in the sight of heaven there is no difference between saving by many or by few. It is not on the size of the army that victory in battle depends, but strength comes from heaven. 
They come against us in great insolence and lawlessness to destroy us and to our and our wives and our children and to despoil us. But we fight for our lives and our laws. He himself will crush them before us. As for you, do not be afraid of them. When he finished speaking, he rushed suddenly against Saron and his army, and they were crushed before him. They pursued them down the descent of Beth Haran to the plain. Eight hundred of them fell, and the rest fled into the land of the Philistines. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God. Pentacle 9, the first song of Isaiah. Surely it is God who saves me. I will trust in God and not be afraid. For God is my stronghold and my sure defense, and God will be my savior. Therefore you shall draw water with rejoicing from the springs of salvation. And on that day you shall say, Give thanks to God and call upon God's name. Make God's deeds known among the peoples. See that they remember that God's name is exalted. Sing the praises of God, for God has done great things, and this is known in all the world. Cry aloud, inhabitants of Zion, ring out your joy. For the Great One in the midst of you is the Holy One of Israel. Praise to the Holy and Undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from Revelation chapter 20, verses 7 through 15. When the thousand years are ended, Satan will be released from their prison and will come out to deceive the nations at the four, four corners of the earth, Gog and Magog, in order to gather them for battle. They are as numerous as the sands of the sea. They marched up over the breadth of the earth and surrounded the camp of the saints in the beloved city. And fire came down from heaven and consumed them. And the devil who had deceived them was thrown into the lake of fire and sulfur, where the beast and the false prophet were. And, there they, and they will be tormented day and night forever and ever. And I saw a great white throne and the one who sat on it. The earth and the heaven fled from this one's presence, and no place was found for them. And I saw the dead, great and small, standing before the throne, and books were opened. Also another book was opened, the book of life. And the dead were judged according to their works, as recorded in the books. And the sea gave up the dead that were in it. Death and Hades gave up the dead that were in them, and all were judged according to what they had done. Then death and Hades were thrown into the lake of fire. This is the second death, the lake of fire, and anyone whose name was not found written in the book of life was thrown into the lake of fire. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God. Canticle 15 Magnificat. My soul proclaims the greatness of God. My spirit rejoices in God, my Savior. For God has looked with favor on their humble co creator. From this day, all generations will call me blessed. The Almighty has done great things for me. And holy is God's name. God has mercy on those who fear God in every generation. God has shown the strength of God's arm, has scattered the proud in their conceit has cast down the mighty from their thrones, and has lifted up the lowly. God has filled the hungry with good things, and the rich God has sent away empty. God has come to the help of God's servant Israel, 
for God has remembered the promise of mercy, the promise God made to our forebears, to Abraham and Sarah and their children. Praised the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Gospel of our Savior, Jesus Christ, according to Matthew. Glory to you, Jesus Christ. Matthew chapter 17, verses 1 through 13. Six days later, Jesus took Peter and James and John and led them up a high mountain by themselves. And Jesus was transfigured before them. And Jesus' face shone like the sun. And Jesus' clothes became dazzling white. Suddenly there appeared to them Moses and Elijah talking with Jesus. Then Peter said to Jesus, It is good for us to be here. If you wish, I will make three dwellings here. One for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. While Peter was still speaking, suddenly a bright cloud overshadowed them. And from the cloud a voice said, This is my child, the beloved. With them I am well pleased. Listen to them. When the disciples heard this, they fell to the ground and were overcome by fear. But Jesus came and touched them, saying, Get up and do not be afraid. And when they looked up, they saw no one except Jesus himself alone. As they were coming down the mountain, Jesus ordered them, Tell no one about the vision until after the incarnate human has been raised from the dead. And the disciples asked Jesus, Why then do the scribes say that Elijah must come first? Jesus replied, Elijah is indeed coming and will restore all things. But I tell you that Elijah has already come. And they did not recognize Elijah, but they did to them whatever they pleased. So also the incarnate human is about to suffer at their hands. Then the disciples understood that Jesus was speaking to them about John the Baptist. The Gospel of Jesus Christ. Praise to you, Jesus Christ. Let us affirm our faith together. We believe in God, the nurturer and teacher, from whom is named every family in heaven and on earth. We believe in Jesus Christ, begotten of divine love, who lives in our hearts through faith and fills us with that love. We believe in God, the Holy Spirit, who strengthens us with power from on high. We believe in one God, source of all being, love incarnate, spirit of truth. Amen. Let's continue with prayers on page 97 of the Book of Common Prayer. God be with you, and also with you, let us pray. Our Creator in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your dominion come, your will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial and deliver us from evil. For the sovereignty, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. Show us your mercy, O God, and grant us your salvation. Clothe your ministers with righteousness. Let your people sing with joy. 
Give peace, O God, in all the world, for only in you can we live in safety. God, keep this nation under your care and guide us in the way of justice and truth. Let your way be known upon earth, your saving health among all nations. Let not the needy, O God, be forgotten, nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create in us clean hearts, O God, and sustain us with your Holy Spirit. A Collect for the Renewal of Life O God, Sovereign Eternal, whose light divides the day from the night and turns the shadow of death into the morning, drive far from us all wrong desires, incline our hearts to keep your law, and guide our feet into the way of peace, that having done your will with cheerfulness during the day, we may, when night comes, rejoice to give you thanks. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. And as a prayer for mission, we will use the prayer attributed to St. Francis, found on page 833. God, make us instruments of your peace. Where there is hatred, let us sow love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is discord, union. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is despair, hope. Where there is darkness, light. Where there is sadness, joy. Grant that we may not so much seek to be consoled as to console, to be understood as to understand, to be loved as to love. For it is in giving that we receive, it is in pardoning that we are pardoned, and it is in dying that we are born to eternal life. Amen. Let's have a few thoughts on the readings first, and then we will... um, have some silent prayer time. So first I'd like to talk about our reading from Psalms. It struck me, verse 7, a God feared in the council of holy ones, this community of holies. And I think that we are part of this community of holy ones. We are holy and God is all holiness and all love. So although there are many voices in our lives and God can and does speak through many sources, God's voice rings loudest and truest above all. And sometimes it's hard for us to hear in the cacophony of everything else. But there's just, I think when we, when we stop and listen, there's always at least just enough of a thread to follow. Those times that God seems quiet and far, it's often helpful to shift our perspective. You know, for me, um, going out in nature or going to a sacred space Well, I guess that's kind of the same thing. (laughs) Going to a sacred space (laughs) um, is helpful. I I think that those are places where the veil is thin, so to speak, and it is easy, easier to hear. It's 
strikes me also in verse nine, speaking of, of the waves rising and God stills them, which of course reminds us of Jesus in the boat, stilling the storm. One of the things I love so much about scripture is how entwined it is. I believe that God entwines the messages in our lives this way. We needn't have fear of missing out on God because when God wants to tell us something, God tells us and keeps telling us in different ways, by different means, over and over. And when when we are attuned to the resonance of God's voice, we begin to see God everywhere. And that's not wrong. You know, I think we spend, to some extent, our lives in discernment, trying to discern God's voice from the other voices. And there are many ways to do this, but I think the one that's kind of the ground truth is God's voice is the voice of love. God's voice is always guiding us toward love, toward consolation. And even when God guides us through a difficult place, there is that, sometimes it's a solemn joy, but there is that joy. There is that knowledge that we are going through, we are working through toward love. And if it does not lead us toward love, then we must question whether or not it's of God. I think that's the easiest way that I can find to put it. And I think that that's, that's enough for today. I've got to kind of get on with my day. Um, but I've loved being here in the early morning with you. Thank you. Let us now lift up, circle and love and hold in the light those whom the Holy Spirit has placed upon our hearts for prayer. The Prayer of St. Chrysostom found on page 102 of the Book of Common Prayer. Almighty God, you have given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplication to you. And you have promised through your well-beloved incarnate that when two or three are gathered together in Christ's name, you will be in the midst of them. Fulfill now, O God, our desires and petitions as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of your truth and in the age to come ever in the age to come life everlasting amen let us bless god thanks be to god the grace of our savior jesus christ and the love of god 
and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen.